Okay. Well, okay. okay you know, it was, I don't know if you remember this. There was that. There was one point in the night where we both quoted one of our favorite vines to each other, oh. and you went, "Who do you think the hottest girl at school is?" And I said, <laughs> "Epcot ball." And you said, "Really? Because I think it's Melanie." And I went, "Epcot." <laughs> I, I don't, don't know if you remember were... this. <laughs> it was so funny. You had me at... Hell no. Hi, welcome to You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Allie. And I'm Mel. And this is our podcast where we watch romance movies and try to figure out why we love a genre that hates us so much. If it has anything to do with romance, action, drama, rom-coms, we're going to talk about it no matter what. uh, Because it's not our go-to genre. So it's a fun little way for us to take a break from the things that we normally watch. Mm -hmm. Um, Today's movie is one of my favorites. Even though I realized, I'm like, I don't know that I'd seen it as many times as I thought. Anyway, it's great. But we're watching But I'm a Cheerleader. Oof. It was good. I it's liked so it. Good. I straight up, I liked this movie. I love this movie. I think we can add this to the list of movies we've done on this podcast that are our favorites, that are also the gay movies. I think we... Yeah, At this definitely. point, we definitely have not a... It's not a bias, but it's a preference at this point. I think some of our favorite ones have been the ones where women fall in love with each other. Um, uh, I think hands down. Imagine yeah. me and you, Bound. Bound, Carol, and now this. Yeah. I love this movie. Um, it's- this movie is an indie kid's dream. It mm-hmm. is shot so beautifully. It mm-hmm. is styled so beautifully Mm -hmm. and i loved how immediately from the jump i understood what natasha leone was thinking what she was feeling Mm -hmm. and i was in it with her the whole way and it does such a good job of taking a subject matter that is not always like they literally are at a conversion camp but is somehow remains like funny and exciting and like lighthearted while maintaining the like I guess severity of what that is to be placed in a situation yeah yeah Um, it's because gay conversion first of all is incredibly abusive and it's torture it's torture Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. I think we can just call it what it is you're Mm -hmm. right and um this film brought a real levity to discovering your gender identity or sexuality in a way that can often in film Mm -hmm. is often portrayed as this traumatic dramatic thing Mm -hmm. and here i really felt like you said the the it was a brightness to it yeah it does a good job like think about um did you ever watch the show pushing daisies and again that's slightly different subject yes but like love that that's a dark show that's a dark Very show, dark. but with both like, I don't know, art direction and like the, it literally is brighter. The colors are brighter, but also the way it's 
constructed, it's able to take that and make it lighter in a way that isn't um, dismissive of the emotional uh, beats. And that's something yes. I think this movie does a great job of. Okay, no, so Natasha Lyonne and Agreed. Claire Duvall are in this. Melanie Linsky is in it. Dante Bosco is in it. Kathy Moriarty is in it. And of course... RuPaul. RuPaul saying... Oh, sorry, did I blow your No, 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 I, that's what I was setting you up for. The, I mean, and, and the guy who is now married to Leanne Rimes. Oh, yeah, Eddie Cibrian. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say his name. I don't know. No, no clue. I don't know. Oh, and, and at one point, briefly, Julie Depley. Is it Depley or Delpy? It's probably Delpy, isn't it? Hold on. To the Google. To the Google. It's French. Right? Oh, my God. Is she not it's, even French? Am I crazy? No, she's French. No, she's French. You're okay. right. It's a we Julie got, Delpy. Delpy. That makes sense. That sounds more... D-E-L-P-Y. We've got to watch Before Sunset. Anyway. Okay, so this movie, uh, the story by, the story, it's story by and directed by Jamie Babbitt, uh, a gay woman. And there are lots of elements to this where you can tell people in front of and behind the camera are gay. Um, And part of that, I think, is, is the humor in it. Because I think a lot of times when not... If, if someone is not part of, let's say, a marginalized community and they try to make art about that community, it can often feel kind of harsh or like focusing too hard on the traumatic aspect of it. But part of that is also because they don't want to make fun of the people. And because they're like, and, and there are jokes in here, like, you're kind of not making fun. You're not making fun of these gay kids. It's not like, haha, there's a gay person and it's funny that they're gay and that's the whole joke it's like specific genuinely funny jokes (laughs) that you kind of would have to uh, that clearly come from a place of um there's a knowing in them i guess it's like you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to make that joke if you didn't have that experience or a comparable experience if that makes any sense. I agree. And I think that shows very well throughout the film also in the details, right? right? Because first of all, the opening credits are just, you know, close-up shots of girls cheerleading yeah. and flipping with their mm-hmm. breasts and their butts and whatever else yeah. of their undercarriages. Mm-hmm. I don't, with the little cheerleading undies or whatever. I, can you tell that I was a band kid? Um, <laughs> and, and, I think the interesting thing, though, is that when the film starts, everybody seems to know that Natasha Lyonne or Megan is her character's name. Everyone seems to know that Megan's gay before she even really figures it out. Yeah. Because you know that you know that she has feelings because you're with her from the beginning. And she's even thinking about women when she's making out with her boyfriend, Mm -hmm. her jock boyfriend, which I'll get. I have some thoughts about that. Mm -hmm. But even when her dad is saying grace over dinner, he gives her a look and she notices that he's, you know, talking about help us to lead like a healthy and godly lifestyle or whatever. And it's just, I thought it was, everyone seems to know before she does and everyone makes those decisions for her. Mm -hmm. And I think the, one of the beautiful things about this film is that she really discovers who she is when she's at true directions, Mm -hmm. the, the gay conversion camp. And, 
that's a really wonderful thing and she accepts herself but i i thought also it was very indicative especially in the 90s of this time when people would make those decisions for you they would pick out one or two things about you Mm And that would become your whole personality. Like, the reasons they think she's gay is because she has a Melissa Etheridge poster and is vegetarian. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, and and I'll get off my soapbox in a second and let you talk more about it. But can we just talk about when she's making out with her jock boyfriend? Oh, my God. I love it. Because I love it. It's so funny. It's so ridiculous. for For any woman who's ever kissed a man... It is a universal experience, I think, Mm -hmm. that they will just be all over you, mouth open, tongue everywhere, spit all over your face, basically enveloping the bottom half of your face with theirs. Mm -hmm. And they think that it's kissing and that it's nice. Guess what, guys? It's not nice. Well, I I will say it's not nice. I I feel like that if I'm not, I feel like that's an early kissing thing. Like, usually the first time it feels like a very like early make out thing like first time you really make out with someone and it's there's because that was an experience for me i remember the first time i french kissed somebody thinking wow i guess you really do use your tongue a lot um and then (laughs) the next time i kissed somebody i was like preparing myself like okay i guess i gotta get ready and then it wasn't like that and i was like oh that was just that guy (laughs) that guy just was really into uh huh. licking the inside of my mouth See, like that and i've yeah. i've kissed a lot of guys who who did kiss like that so maybe but listen maybe. my dating history honey my dating honey <laughs> it is not good you, i think you've also kissed more people than i have but um or also maybe it's I think me so. I, maybe i'm giving off a vibe we shouldn't use me as an ex- no, because we shouldn't use me as an example because I dated someone named Dirty Michael, so. We, and guess what, Mel? We love that about you. That's a beautiful. Do we? Because I don't, and I don't think Dirty Michael did. <laughs> also, Mike, if you're listening to this, fuck you. How are you? Uh, to anybody I've, He's not to anybody I've kissed, um. Hey. <laughs> no, okay. Um but yeah, there are lots of dudes who are like, what if what if it was just my whole tongue so far into this yeah. person's mouth? And it it feels They think that kissing is licking, and guess what? They're different. And or and here's the thing, I'm but maybe we're I bet you there are people who love kissing like that though. That are like Thank God this is happening. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above. Um, well, you know, that's a great point because I think we should take my opinion with a grain of salt because I'm the person who, after getting a little silly at a wedding, decided that it was time to clean up after everybody. So you're probably right. We love that. And we love that about you, though. That is something we do love about you. Because I get fucked thanks. up at a wedding and I decide I need to go tell as many people as I can that I love them. It's like I'm on a tour. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Allie, I love you on it's tour. Like I, truly, it's me giving very specific, detailed compliments about why they're, like, 
why I earnestly love them. Yeah, it's you it's you taking people's hands and earnestly telling them what you love about mm-hmm. them and how grateful you are that they're in your yeah. life. And then I yell and then I and then I And I'm just like, leave me alone. I'm getting a trash bag. Yes. We love it. And guess what? Those are two sometimes those are energies you need at a wedding. Anyway, about this movie, <laughs> Megan's family, her parents by the way, her dad, played by Bud Court of Harold and Maud, a movie you don't care for, sorry. Yep. But um they mm. sign her up for this thing called uh, True Directions. Now, this is based on, kind of loosely based on, the uh, director of the film. Um, her parents ran a rehab facility called New Directions. And she based a lot of the activities. Because oh. if, if you pay attention to this movie, it's kind of like a rehab for being gay. It's like get, being gay mm-hmm. is a drug or like an addiction and they have to undo it. Like, the first step at... They have a five-step yeah, program. At the, the first step is, in, quote, admitting you have a problem. You have to admit that you're a homosexual. Um, and so that's that element of this movie. And so they send her to this place that's supposed to be there for about two months. And it's clearly separated between um, boys and girls. And the boys are wearing this, like, these little blue outfits. And the girls are wearing these pink outfits. And everything is very stylized. And they're... Um, but it it's very similar. If if anyone has ever seen Edward Scissorhands, it's a similar aesthetic. But I think it's I agree. Better. I prefer it, and it feels more deliberate and more in touch with the story, and also more effective. It just it, I think it just works with this movie a lot better because um, it feels more clear. Yeah, it, feels, it really sets the tone, and it's yeah. it's not something that's there for the sake of yeah, the style. Yeah, and I. Not that like style is bad, but it, like it, I, it just makes more sense. It just feels more deliberate and more um, like um, what's no, the I, word? I it agree starts with you. C. It felt it's deliberate. Like, uh, cultivated, I guess, is the right word. Does that make sense? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah I agree like, with that. And I think mm-hmm. also it it helps also because everything is basically color coded yeah. as well. It really drives home this focus because the film really the thing about being gay one of the main things that they don't like at this camp is that uh, according to them homosexuality breaks you out of your traditional gender Mm -hmm. role and that's why it's bad so they're having these kids pick out all of these Mm -hmm. things because they have to find a quote-unquote root. What's the thing that made yeah. you gay? What's the thing that Clea turned Duvall, you gay? my mother got married Which in is, pants. Which is, first of all, my ridiculous. My mother got married in pants. The, we incredible. love it. I, I also incredible. do love my that this, got... uh, terms from this movie have now become kind of part of gay culture and, like, reclaimed as, like, people joking about what their root is in, like, real life. Of, like, <laughs> That's like, funny. Yeah, what, what's the thing that made you queer? But um, it also, the, the way this movie is stylized, it even, it highlights even more how ridiculous these roles are and these um, Mm -hmm. attempts at like fitting into these certain roles are at how ridiculous heteronormativity is, how ridiculous um, this concept is. Um, And it's so... And also, I and furthermore, Mm -hmm. right, there's nothing wrong with feeling feelings and wanting to learn more about your feelings. That... Nothing wrong with that. But if you're, A, forcing someone to go to quote-unquote therapy to change something about themselves, that's not right. We've already gone over the fact that conversion therapy, quote-unquote, is actually just torture for queer kids because it is. 
Um, but there's nothing wrong with wanting to learn more about yourself. And I think that is highlighted really, really well because the kids don't really learn things about themselves through the quote unquote therapy they're being forced to undergo. Mm -hmm. They learn things about themselves by interacting with each other. Exactly. And something that I love about this movie is the way that element of it, of highlighting the importance of friendship and community, particularly for when you're queer because like that it's exactly what you said they learn about themselves by interacting with each other and finding that common ground and um also and then even more later when they meet uh larry and lloyd morgan gordon love love them love them two adult men who were previously a part of of true directions who uh have you know left and are now kind of making it their mission to rescue these young gay kids which is really sweet. But um, yeah, I, anyway, uh, we haven't talked about much about the movie. Natasha Leone is incredible in this movie. And it, everything about this performance is so good. Cause of course it is because she's incredible. Also, mm-hmm. what a face. Those eyes. Are you kidding me? She's incredible. beautiful. And incredible. And also she does. Cause for me, because Natasha Leone is Jewish. So like, the things about her that I love as a person mm-hmm. were not present in this character. And I thought she did it so well. She's got straight blonde hair that's always yeah. carefully quaffed. Mm-hmm. She's very prim and proper. Mm-hmm. She's very quiet. She doesn't make a lot of trouble or noise. Mm-hmm. Barely any makeup. Everything, and she always yeah. wears a cross. Mm-hmm. And everything has and been straightened out. And she wears it the whole movie. Yeah, everything has been straightened out. Her hair her clothing, her demeanor, even her voice. The first time I watched this, I was like, what am, What is different about this? And it's because she's like... because she's not the, talking with her New York she's accent. She's gotten rid of the... A, the accent's gone, but also the gravel that she typically kind of has on her voice. Um, yes. That yes. kind of... That kind of... The cockroach. That kind of like lovely quality that she has. I can't do it. Um, when she does it's it, you're okay. like, I, I love you and I want to marry you. When I do it, you're like, She Are just you okay? has a very gravelly voice. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's the best. But that's not present in this movie. Um, and it's great. Um, and then Clea Duvall plays Graham, who is uh, another girl at the camp. Um, camp Can I just part. say something really quick about Please. Clea Duvall? Please say it. I love her. Yes. And I, she is my... Or she is not just my, the quintessential, like, butch teenage dirtbag. You know what I mean? Like, when I I think about her, I think about the faculty. Okay, yes. Because I loved loved her in that movie. Her haircut is perfect. It's, like, just... Just greasy enough. Just enough where you're like, oh, she's so fucking cool. And her face, are you kidding me? Beautiful, beautiful skin. There's a scene when when Megan starts falling for Graham when she's looking at her wash her face in the bathroom. Oh my and god! And she splashes water. And I was watching this like, okay, maybe I'm in love with Clea Duvall <laughs> right? now. Holy right. shit! But have you seen that picture of Clea Duvall and Natasha Lyonne? And someone captioned it: "This is Leo and Kate at the premiere of Titanic." <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved it. But I was that's like, really good. funny. Um, apparently Natasha Leone had a joke or was like, she was like, I tried to get, uh, Clea to marry me in promotion for the movie and she didn't want to do it. <laughs> they're still friends. I would recommend. Yeah, they're still really good friends. Yeah, I would recommend a movie they're both in that Clea Duvall wrote 
and directed as well called The Intervention. So good. Great movie. Um, anyway, um, if you like, She's, like, big chill this movie movies is a, of people at a house. Anyway. Yes. This movie this is movie so good. This movie is a powerhouse. Ma- oh, did we mention Can Melanie we Linsky? About... Sorry. Oh, I think we briefly mentioned her. But, Melanie Linsky is so good in this. I've never seen that woman give a performance that was not so good. Sorry. What were you going to talk about, babe? I was going to ask if we could talk about RuPaul and how kind of funny it is that he clearly has not successfully prayed the gay away. Oh, because you, you can't. You can't. Well, like something. I mean, our few, I, I don't know if there are few things are as funny to me as RuPaul sighing and going, I myself was once a gay. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so, like, it's, it's so such a funny. perfect, like, and, and like, seeing him teach these boys how to be, try, trying to teach them how to be, like, butch and, like, and, macho like, and, like, and it, catch a football and fix a car. And tra- yeah, chop wood. And, 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 um, like, the women are supposed to, like, wash dishes and, um, take care of babies. Scrub the floors. Yeah, it's yeah. the whole thing. But, um, it's great. Oh, Dante Bosco. Dante Dante Bosco, Bosco is incredible in this movie. I love you, Dante Bosco. You're wonderful. You're good at your job. Um, your voice is perfect. And also, your face is good, too. Uh, bangarang. Anyway. Um, I, have, I have nothing to add. Uh, but let's talk about the gay shit in this movie. Something I think is nice or interesting. <laughs> you mean the whole movie? <laughs> the whole movie. But something about the relationship. I... Clea Duvall, let's get really going to do it. Clea Duvall and Natasha Lyonne have such insane chemistry. It is unreal. Oh. And like, it's so The second good. their characters oh. meet too, you're like, when are they going to kiss? They're and, and they're like antagonizing each other at the beginning. Well, rather, I mean, Clea is, uh, Graham is not super cool to Megan. Like it takes joy in sort of making fun of, you know, Megan's sort of prissy attitude. Um, it's great. They, it's. I love Claire Duval. Oh, here's a fun fact: when they have family therapy, like something that's nice is they they have group family therapy every weekend. Um, so all the kids' parents are there, and it's, uh, just funny and good. But um. Part of that is also the par- the kids see how each other's, like, everyone else's parents treats them. And you get a little, even a deeper glimpse into the lives of these kids and, like, mm-hmm. the, you know, how hard it is for them. Uh, or the different ways that their parents are maybe supportive or not supportive of them. And uh, we see Graham's parents. And up to this point, Graham is the most confident and the most, like, you can't. Uh, seems the most confident and secure in her sexuality. Like even is mm-hmm. at this camp and is the most like you can't. You, you can't, can't make, make me, me not, not gay. gay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then when we meet her parents, we realize like how, like that that confidence is born out of an insecurity because her stepmother and her father are so horrible to her, and like her so stepmother vicious. at one point. Yeah, I think did you catch this? Her stepmother says well maybe if like the reason that your mom left yes. is because you're gay yeah she... and that was so 
cruel. Mm-hmm. And it's from that point on that Graham decides to like buckle down and be straight and graduate from the program yeah. after this horrible woman says something just Yeah, she awful says to her. this is why your mom left. You want to lose your dad too. Because also the uh her father is like if you don't shape up and take care of this, no car no trust fund no nothing like we i will not support no college no college yeah um oh fun fact you know and megan's parents say the same thing to her too they basically say if you can't graduate then you don't have a place at home which is heartbreaking horrible um and oh fun fact though about uh uh, about another little fun fact about this cast do you know who plays graham's father uh, uh, his, he's very familiar, but tell me. Okay, he's an actor named Robert Pine. He's been acting for, like, probably 50 years. He's been steadily working. TV, film, he he was on, he was, I think, in a couple episodes of Parks and Rec. He was on, I think, Chips. He was on, he's in a bunch of stuff. But, um, now, he might, not better known, but he is also known now as a father, not just because he played the father in this movie, but he is the father of another actor, Chris Pine. He's Chris Pine's dad. That, what? That's those baby blues, baby. Chris Pine's dad. Chris Pine's dad. Holy shit. Chris Pine's dad. We love it. Chris Pine has a dad too. (laughs) That's a... (laughs) That's an opener. I thought he just sprang up out of the ground. <laughs> I thought a stylist hey everyone, made a wish. I have a dad too. <laughs> I thought a stylist <laughs> threw a medallion in a river and he just showed up. <laughs> Stealing all your outfits. I think it's okay, like parallel listeners, thinking. Allie and I, <laughs> Allie and I have been sending each other messages for the past couple of days about Chris Pine, and Allie has sent me multiple photos of Chris Pine and genuinely, I shit you not, they're all outfits that Allie owns. (laughs) (laughs) It's the dream. I can't believe he and I are having like, have had like parallel style thoughts. Um, And your hair is pretty much the same length. Yeah. Which, wait, I didn't, okay, I'm going to be honest. You and Chris Pine are like really simpatico recently. I guess. (laughs) Me and, me and, me and old Chrissy. Chris, 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 if you're listening Why to would this, be listening? we think you're great. We do think you're Give great. Give us a call. Chris, Chris, we would love to talk Chris, to you. Chris, we, we, we watched have so many, This Means War, and we accidentally, we, the audio got messed up. We have we so many questions. Positive we have so many questions about, about This Means we, War. We should do This Means War. It is war. a lost episode. Yeah. We should, but but Chris, Chris, did if you you're listening. Did you kiss Tom Hardy on that movie? It's not important. We could, that's for another time. Yeah, did you and Tom... First of all, two things. Number one, did you and Tom Car- Hardy kiss? Don't lie. Tell us the truth. Number two, um, send us a DM on Instagram because... I don't think he's on... We have so babe, many questions. I, uh, babe, babe, he's not on Instagram. He's not on anything. Babe, he has a flip phone. Do you not know this? What? Famously analog <gasps> for himself, for the world. Wow. He said, I don't need this. He said, I don't want this baloney. Said I got a flip phone. He has a flip phone, and he reads feminist lit. And he took a a course on writing erotica, and was famously very respectful. Um, he, he's just like a a chill dude. He also did a duet oh, with shit. Barbara Streisand. So cool. He's so cool. A delightful man. He's one where it feels like the more you find out about him, the more you're like, all right, bud. Heck yeah. 
We need to protect him. I mean, some would say he's best best Chris, frankly. I think he's best I would, Chris. And here's the, I think I'm going to say he's best Chris, which is wild, which sounds some bit, you know, I'm famously, fa- I don't know that I'm famously You're anything. You're Chris Evans I gal. Do, I, do, I do have a lot of uh, feelings and um, uh, thoughts. Uh, a his- history of uh, feeling uh, different thoughts and thoughts and emotions and sensations about for sevens, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about uh, anyway. Let's get back to the gay movie. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> what happens over the eventually they start to become more and more close. Megan catches two of the boys hooking up and sort of narks on them and then one of the boys Dante Bosco is kicked out the other one is literally put in a doghouse um for, for a week, week. and, not and let the out. other this kind of alienates her from a lot of the other ones but then Graham defends her and then they start to become more close uh one night because they get like a little message from Larry and Lloyd Morgan Gordon uh they are all a group of them all go out to the cocksucker which is a gay cub a gay bar um and i texted was... Allie when watching this mm-hmm. and i fully said i would absolutely go to a bar called the cocksucker i would too i also would it sounds great um, let's go and it's and it seemed like a great night um andre one of the boys is just dancing the whole night um other anyway they're having a good time but at the big thing is at this um bar is when Megan and Graham like admit and express their feelings for one another this is when they first kiss this is where they have it's like clear like oh they really care about each other and love each other and then they start to grow closer and closer and closer um and um I forget exactly the exact timeline but uh Oh, something is found. Uh, Kathy Moriarty. By the way, I can't believe we haven't talked about Kathy Moriarty. Kathy Moriarty is the head of the. She of, is so good. Uh, in she's this. the head of the um, program. I fucking love Kathy Moriarty. She is incredible. She is so good. She's incredible in this. She was. In I Casper. could watch her scream at men until the day I die. Just her in a power suit. Same. With that beautiful bleach blonde hair that fierce like those eyebrows with the lip and just like demanding something get done um mm-hmm. while still doing like some kind of beauty regimen we love it um that scene of her and casper just like putting lotion on her hands while she's watching tv oh. i was like that's what it is to be an adult woman like if i if I, <laughs> I was like that's cool She's the villain of that movie. I was like, she's cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> Same. Um, and she is great in this. And she finds a matchbox from the cocksucker under Clea Duvall's And sheets. when she's like, do you have anything to say? And Clea Duvall lies. And it's like, I had a discovery that I have a crush on Joel. And Joel is one of the boys there. And so this is when Gramps. Can we talk about we Joel Goldberg? We love Joel Goldberg. Sweet. Sweet, gay, effeminate little keepa wearing Joel. Do you, do you remember what his um 
root was? He said no. It was a, he said he I had don't. a traumatic bris. <laughs> That's um, funny. And I noticed the first thing I noticed about him is that his kippa he has his name embroidered oh, on it, which I thought was very cute. So, there's so many great little details in this movie, like they're just so cute, and like every everything is so deliberate and so good, and so and helps not only the overall ambiance of the film or like the vibe of the film, the storytelling, but like just like little things you can tell about each of the characters just from their costumes, which I know is the entire point of costumes, but it's like. When it's so good, when it's this good, you're like, ooh, yes, I love it. It's so nice. Like, something I love is mm-hmm, the character mm-hmm. of Andre. Like, they, when they all, they're all assigned these, like, little outfits. And I love the, like, hints you get, uh, or the little ways that each of the, um, what do we call them? The kids, the kids? I guess, change up their outfits. Because they're, they're all teenagers. All, they're all, like, yeah, 16, they're all, like they're assigned basically uniforms but the ways that they each individually like kind of ship them up like one of the boys they're given these like flannels and um one of them kind of ties his into like a crop top while they're chopping wood and i'm like well we love him um yes what else there's like that scene was so funny um but there's also shanae thank you i couldn't remember shanae's super goth And so she wears the normal clothes, but she wears, like, black lipstick. She has a nose ring. She has purple hair. Oh. She's great. <coughs> and can we also talk about, as well, <coughs> they, there are some things in this, and this really is a credit, I think, to the way it's written and the way that it's shot. There are a lot of things in this movie that are really fucked yeah. up that are just handled with such levity. Like, for example, one of the first nights that Megan's at true directions Sinead you hear this like on and off buzzing and she's kind of moaning and it's like it's not a vibrator but no, it's, it's an electroshock sort of- no it's it's a shock it's like intended to shock you um she's not masturbating with but she yeah she's so- just shocking herself as she is having these thoughts the idea is if you have a if you oh yeah. I misunderstood that the idea is if you are having a sexual thought about another girl you shock yourself. You think about the thing and then you shock yourself so that you associate those thoughts with pain. However, what's happening is that Sinead is going to like the pain. So it's become part of her thing. So she's still masturbating, oh, but it's okay. she's just also shocking herself as part of it. And then later... Okay, that makes more yeah. sense because Clea Duval makes fun of her for yes. it later. And then later, because later also... That's how that's how Megan catches those boys because she has snuck out of the room to do that, and that's when she catches the boys. Um, up. But she's but she also before she does that she starts masturbating yeah. like she's standing in the office against yeah. the wall and she's touching herself and then she goes closer to the desk and finds Dante and Carlton. Carlton, I think name? Carlton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finds them making out and then she knocks yep. on them. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a bizarre scene. It's supposed to be bizarre, but I it's just like, with, come on, girl, shut no, the fuck up. It was up. all. I think it's just interesting because, like, later, because you're, you're seeing like her, she's still denying this thing about herself, and she's still trying to follow the rules, and she still wants to like mm-hmm. 
graduate and be a part of like be rejoined with her family and be like a good if she wants to be quote normal normal um and it's after this and that's something that comes up over and over again too throughout the film because when the parents and uh one of the kids are having a one-on-one with kathy moriarty all the other kids are sitting on the porch outside listening and something that comes up over and over again that made me so sad is they're just yeah i'm i can be normal i'm gonna be normal i'm sorry that i'm not normal and it was really sad really sad um yeah but it's after this oh anyway um clay duvall starts acting more straight to graduate but it is after this that uh, Claire, that Megan and Graham uh, hook up, like, put, like are intimate with one another. And it's, like, frankly, mm-hmm. really lovely. It's also, there's so much about this movie that's so 90s from, like, it's so, so 90s. 90s. And the music. The music. Oh, my but, God. Um, it was like an episode of Dawson's it, Creek, beautiful. but gayer. It's also, like, really kind of beautifully shot and, like, very tender. It was very well I done. It. it actually kind of reminded me of Bound a little bit. Just because I think just because women are nice to each other and it's sexy. Um, although this, I will say, I that's probably I, right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just like I think Bound is a little more explicit and intense. Like this was, I thought, more like tender. It's 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 the music is quiet. Yes. It's like this quiet like da, 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 like gentle guitar singing sad girl music and uh bound is like very aggressive naked women like writhing and sweaty and nah. which also hell yeah I not i here's the thing what reminded Both me are of great. bound though was the way it was shot i think because there's a lot of focus on where their hands got are it it's more focused mm-hmm. and and focusing on their mm-hmm. eyes when they're mm-hmm. kissing and i think that's what got it me. not the fact that it was women having sex it was the way that it was shot that reminded what, me of bound what was the focus this is another uh, yeah because a queer woman yeah. wrote but mm-hmm. i'm a cheerleader and on bound they had a queer woman as yeah. a consultant for mm-hmm. the sex scene so i thought that was what reminded that, me of no, it but that you're makes right sense. i think it was much more mm-hmm. tender and I thought a lot, a lot of thought was given to the fact that like these are two teen yeah. girls, these are yeah. teens. They're young, and it's just like really sweet, and um, something else that's nice. But like it, it is called, but I'm a cheerleader because that's also her. That's like one of the first things Megan says. So it's like I can't be a lesbian. I'm a, I'm a cheerleader. Um, but something that's nice yeah. is that Megan genuinely loves cheering, and it's part of it's something that she loves she's like don't laugh it's like it makes me really happy and it makes other people happy and i love doing it and anyway the next morning they're they've been caught or like they're in trouble and um kathy moriarty offers both of them the option of like okay you can stay i won't kick you out but the caveat is you have to be my son's partner in like the final um i guess test or the simulation and, and we'll talk about the simulation yeah, in but a second her but brother, she offers it megan to megan says no megan thinking, says no she offers it to graham and graham yes, says because, yes and part of it is like do you want your 
I think this is a scene where her stepmother says, like, your mother left. This is why your mother left. You want your, to lose your dad, too. And that's what makes Graham, like, stay. <sighs> so Megan is kicked out, and Megan is heartbroken. She can't go to her parents. So she goes to uh, Larry and Lloyd's house. And they have kind of, like, basically a sanctuary for, like, young gay people. They're, like, taking care of. And um, Dante Bosco is there. Um and he's like, thank you so much for helping me get out of that place. I'm so happy. Like, I'm still figuring out where I'm going to go and how to get on my feet. But, like, it's great. I feel welcomed. And, yeah. And I thought what was also really nice is that um, her, Dante and I love that we don't know Dante's character's name. Really what was friends. his name? Dolph. Dolph. Dolph I was complete. the name. Sorry. Continue. Dolph. Oh yeah, a nickname for Adolf. That's probably why Ew. I didn't remember. Anyway, um, so, but but so Dolph, I think they have a very lovely yeah. friendship, and I thought it was really uh, in, an important thing to note because he could have told her yeah. to go fuck herself. He could have been like, "You got me kicked out of that place, and because of you, now I have nowhere to go. I can't go home." Blah blah blah. But I thought it was really great that he was kind to her and immediately welcoming and was like this is a place where we can be ourselves like me getting kicked out of there was the best thing that ever happened to me which i agree it probably was um and they have this beautiful friendship and then they go crash the graduation in the final you know grand romantic gesture between megan yeah because also uh clayton they break clayton out too because initially dolph was like i don't care i don't care if he we get him who cares clayton that's what they're like was. i don't care if he gets out but then immediately megan catches them and they're like immediately like making out and like oh i love you and she initially tries she initially tries funny. to rescue graham and graham is like no i am doing this and so megan gets her pom-poms out and does a cheer for graham where she like confesses her love but like in a cheer and it's really sweet and i cried okay i got teary i didn't like sob but i I definitely i cried both so good natasha leone is such a phenomenal actress and their chemistry is so good Mm -hmm. and they run away together and they're it's just, it's happy. It's a gay movie that ends happily. They end up together and neither one of them is dead and they're not going to like, it's not, something horrible isn't about to happen to them. You know, it's, it's. I yeah. really liked that. I was, again, this is because I'd never seen this movie before. It was the same thing mm-hmm. with Bound and Carol. I was mm-hmm. so nervous that something bad was going <laughs> to happen to these women yes. just for falling in love. And I'm so yeah. grateful that nothing did. And I don't, did you notice the, the, uh, once the credits started, there was a scene <gasps> yes! where Megan's I... dad and mom were at like, it was, I thought yeah. it was actually very sweet. They were at like a meeting of like, yeah. Oh, my kids gay yeah. like support group. And I thought that was very sweet. I, God, this movie is so good. We haven't really talked as much about like, a lot of the jokes or whatever is in it like but i it's it's funny it's this a is a genuinely just, funny just movie watch this movie it's so fucking funny and good there's not a bad performance in it i watched it for free oh. on tubi with ads mm-hmm. so if you this is not sponsored but like if you want to watch it watch it you should watch it it's 
it's genuinely it's an hour oh and a half. Oh my god, it's, it's worth so your good. Time. It's it's just so. I just love it so much. I know I've said I've said it like five times. I really can't believe how good the chemistry between Natasha Leone and Clea Duvall is. It's like insane. Um, Natasha Leone. I know. I know. <sighs> what a face. Those eyes. I can't deal. I will say, okay, on a personal note, the first time I watched this movie was several years ago and kind of before I really knew fully or like accepted or maybe even was like fully beginning to accept my own um, queerness. And I watched this and I remember being kind of annoyed at her family and her friends for being like, you're gay because of this, this, and this. And I was like, ugh. People say stuff like that about me, and that pisses mm-hmm. me off. And sometimes stuff like that still pisses me off, of, like, people demanding to know another person's sexuality. Um, but I will mm-hmm. say, watching it again post that, I'm like, oh. The call is coming from inside the house, lady. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, what's so gay about this? And what's so gay about looking at Natasha Leone's face? (laughs) Like, okay. What's so gay about staring into her eyes and thinking about her? Uh. (laughs) What's so gay about wanting these? What's so gay about wanting wanting these two women to kiss and wondering what it'd be like being like, oh, if I had to kiss a woman, it'd probably be one of these women or maybe a different woman. Like, okay. It's stuff where it's like later, like, okay, well, we're more fluid than we thought. How about that? I will say I like myself so much more. Um, it's also very, the first time I watched this, I was Good. a little younger and my brain hadn't fully developed. It really is funny how, like, post 25, you're. Once that frontal lobe is oh done, my God. Ooh, the difference boy. is oh, insane. Boy. And even like. Tw- and even it's like twenty six to thirty one, I've been watching some. Well, I've, I've been watching some of the Bachelor, the current Bachelorette season. Uh, uh, shout out to reality TV psychic Christy Tolly. Great way to watch. Um, it, it's the only way you to should follow be Chrissy. Able, it's the only way to tolerate this stuff, funny. and also you learn actual stuff about your own mm-hmm. kind of in, intuitive abilities, and also great. Ways to recognize red flags in relationships. It's really the only way to write. Mm -hmm. And I'll say having having had the privilege of watching The Bachelorette with both of you in person in the before time, definitely invest in Chrissy in her intuitive watching of The Bachelor and Bachelorette because it is second to none. Um, I think... I don't know how to access it because I don't no, think everything's uh, public on find... Instagram because yeah, she to... she has a business. Okay. Reality but how TV can you Psychic find her? on Instagram. From there, there are links to a Patreon where you can pay and get you can be a part of a Discord. You can get uh, all of her recaps and also you can get a reading for yourself. Um, but uh, but anyway, that was a slight plug right there. But um. The current season of The Bachelorette, there are two bachelorettes. It's just a fun way to torture uh, these two women. It's horrible. But you really see the difference. One is 26 and the other is 31. And, ooh boy, not only are these two different women, but, ooh boy, 
a lot of the differences between them are like, oh yeah, that's the difference between when you're 26 and when you're 31. Because like 26, you're like, oh my god, I Absolutely. can't, I can't, it's so fun, I, that's, imp- that's so cool, and I can't believe, and I guess, I, I guess, <laughs> whereas 31, you're like, what's your deal? Are you okay? I need you to communicate with me. Have you been in therapy? I'm in therapy Fully. currently. What you're feeling is Absolutely. valid, and that's okay, and you're allowed to express that. Um, I will not allow you, though. I do have to let you know uh, that this is a boundary for me. There, that's different. Whereas 26, you're like, I guess um, everyone is... I guess I'm just like... I guess I'm the problem. <laughs> I messed up, and everyone's just gonna, like... I guess I did... I guess it's my fault mm-hmm. that Dirty Michael's being mean to me. Whereas now, when I'm talking to a man, I'm like, okay, well, I'm really upfront and straightforward. So if you have a problem with that, there's the door. Like, if you don't want to deal with that, that's fine. But I'm I, letting you know now this is I who I am. Like, 26-year-old me was like, maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. And 31-year-old me is like, yeah, okay. Okay, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not really asking myself that question anymore because I, A, because I know more about who I am, but also, like, it really is great, the stuff you don't worry about once you're in your 30s. It's great. There were so many things I was so stressed about all the goddamn time in my 20s, and now, oh boy, do I not care. (laughs) I actually really love being in my 30s. I love it. I've also never been hotter. That's true. You have never been hotter. The yeah. world's on fire. How about yours? <laughs> That's the way I like it, and I never get bored. I. Why did my brain immediately go to Guy Fieri? Because <laughs> Guy Fieri and the lead singer of Smash Mouth look eerily alike. I think they're buddies, too. Which is even funnier to me. We love that. Anyway. We didn't talk a lot about this, but I love this movie so much. Oh, Melanie, it's yes. time to answer important questions. I'm ready. Was this movie romantic? Very much. I thought this was very romantic. Uh, was it sexy? Um, I would say yes, except when Clea Duvall and Natasha Lyonne are getting intimate together... Clea Duvall puts her fingers in Natasha Leone's mouth. <laughs> which listeners, anyone who hasn't me. listened, anyone who hasn't listened to our old episodes, I need to catch you up. I hate when people put their fingers in each other's mouths. I it's not for me. I think it's disgusting. Where has that hand been? You don't know. I don't know. It's gross. I don't want to see it. So for that reason alone, I give the sexiness zero out of ten. Uh, listeners, if you aren't familiar with our previous episodes, I'm fine with it. I'm, <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm not saying I'm for it, but I'm not against it. Um, and I'm fully against it. And I'm it. okay with it. I'm, I'm actually, like, very fine with it. Also, <laughs> and here's the thing. You're allowed to have your preferences. You're allowed to, Melanie, you're allowed to dislike or like whatever you... You're allowed to have hard boundaries when it comes to sexual things. That's important. Um, I will say, of course it's gross. All sexual acts are a little bit gross, and that's kind of part of it. It's about intimacy and trust in a lot of ways. And also, all of our bodies are weird and gross. But also, 
That feels so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Ugh, fingies Ooh. in the mouth is just not for me. I, I'm sorry. Um, I, I just, that seems like fingers are going everywhere. Mouths are going everywhere. It's sex, baby. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know what this character is. I don't know what this, like, weird beat <laughs> poet know persona I'm taking out of, like, hey, baby, it's all just fingers and mouths. We're just having a good time. <laughs> Honey, if you can't have a finger in your mouth, <laughs> what do you expect? Huh? You think you think <laughs> they're going to put anything else in your mouth after that if you're going to say no to a finger? <laughs> uh, well, maybe I want other things in my mouth and not a finger because then maybe say I don't know that. Where, no, maybe I'm not I don't know where mad. those hands have been. You don't know if they washed those hands. Disgusting. Yeah, they're washing them right now in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Picking up my microphone. I'm walking away. <laughs> Melanie took her headphones off and is walking. <laughs> She's committing to this bitch. She took her headphones off. She has exited the frame. Um. <laughs> I don't quit. I'm back. Okay. Should we do a fuck, Mary kill? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you the lay days in this film. We have a couple. Okay. Yeah. We're yeah. going to go Megan Graham. Oh, I forget what her character's name is. Who? Melanie Linsky? Yeah. Hillary. Hillary. This feels cruel to even do, because I, I don't think we would kill any of these women and we'd want to marry them, but, like... Um, no. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I am fucking Clea Duvall, mm-hmm. hands down. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um, I'm marrying Melanie Linsky, mm-hmm. and I'm killing Megan. I see. I'm... What about you? I do love Melanie Linsky very much, and would kiss her very much. Um, I think I'm also going to fuck Clay Duvall, but I'm going to marry Natasha Lyonne. And oh, I hate to say that I'm killing Melanie Hillary in this, but like, I, here's my worry is that if I married Melanie Linsky, I would just be trying to do her accent all the time. <laughs> oh, you know who we didn't talk about? Who? We should talk about from who? the movie. Jan. Oh. <gasps> What was Jan, name? Was Jane, cr- Jan, Jan, Jan. What I love, yeah, okay, Jan. For context, is a- Jan is a character who very butch, shaved head, um, wears mohawk, baggy clothes, with, um, with a mustache, like you know, like teenage mustache. Yeah. Um, which really doesn't mean that she's butch or trans. It just means that she has a hormonal imbalance, which happens to many also, people like, when they start puberty. But also, is it even an but imbalance? But also, who cares? Is it even an imbalance? I think a lot of this shit is just made up and is based on, like, bullshit, frankly, racist beauty standards. Anyway, something we love well, is as, that... As someone who does have a chronic illness, which is from a hormonal imbalance, mm-hmm. I do have hairiness in places that I wouldn't normally have. 
Got it. So there's that. But there's also like bodies are weird. There's a bunch of different stuff that can go on with your body. Just because you have more facial hair doesn't necessarily mean there's anything wrong with you. You're right about that, yeah. Allie. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically this character, you go in and you think that she's either really, really like mega... I guess they, butch would be the word. Uh, yeah, but, but something... or that maybe she's trans, and then it turns out that she's been straight the whole time, and she just looks like a, like a crust, like a crusty punk, a crust punk. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's something I love about this because it does point out like how ridiculous and how bullshit a lot of these a lot of like ideas are about gender presentation about your sexuality mm-hmm. about like you can just tell something by looking at someone that's not always true and also we have to like believe people when they're honest with us about like who they are and yeah i i, I love it i love that um it's very sweet and also i thought it was it was it was very interesting because also, like, like she has this freak well because first of all Melanie Linsky is kind of flirting with her and making eyes at her. Oh, yeah. Melanie Linsky touches her tit (laughs) at one point. Yeah. And then she, when they're in therapy, Jan has this breakdown and she says, I like boys. I shouldn't even be here. Like, I just like to look like this, but I like boys. Uh, I don't want to be here anymore. And she storms out. And then RuPaul storms out after her and is, and basically says like, oh, she's missing the point. Which is like she just told you that she's straight, isn't? Shouldn't you be happy yeah. about that? Like, hello. No, it's which thing. which goes to show that it's not about necessarily being queer. It's about confining you to your gender. It's not. It, well, it's, a, uh, it's about. Um, and not a and lot by of these it, bullshit I mean, this rules. conversion bullshit. It's about is these, about. Like, restricting you what's well, also about these like bullshit roles that we're supposed to fill and how a lot of it is if not all of it is kind of this made-up thing um that doesn't really validate everybody's experience and isn't true for everybody and like just speaking as someone who like um I I really connected to Jan in a lot of ways because like while I'm not straight like I like I like gentlemen I'm attracted to <laughs> plenty of men and I but I also am pretty like relatively butch I have a lot of elements to me that are kind of more masculine or I guess I tend to present in a more masculine way I'm also um, not. I have kind of a fluidity with my gender um, and those things I sometimes I worry I have like even that me in the back of my mind I'm like oh is this going to prevent me from like hooking up with some dude if I want to and um, which is stupid that that still creeps in my head and also guess what no it doesn't <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> Uh, not at all. And also, if there's a, a dude that doesn't want to hook up with you because of the way you look, don't hook up with him. Yeah, why He's would shit. I? Why would I? Yeah. Also, I I'm weird in that I want to hook up with people who want to hook up with me. And uh, wow, so weird that you want to be around people who like you. That's so weird. That yeah. That's my kink. <laughs> <laughs> my kink is that my friends like me. My kink is that someone. Uh, 
verbally expresses an interest in me. Um, yeah, I don't mean to be like weird, but I really like dating guys who are interested in my personality. <laughs> and, and, I'm and so weird. Your, and, I'm so quirky. And put their fingers in your mouth. <laughs> no. <laughs> How dare you? Y'all, Mel, Friendship terminated. Mel doesn't want that. Mel does not want that. Mel has made it clear that is an, a hard no. It's a red light for Mel. If you put your fingers in my mouth, I'm biting your it's fingers. It's over. It's over. Um, Unless you're my dentist, I'm, then we're cool. Meanwhile, I'm... If there's a reason, if there's a necessary reason, like you're my dentist, mm-hmm. of course I won't bite you. If you're, if you're someone that I'm on a date with or you're my friend and you put your fingers in my mouth, say goodbye to your fingers. Why would I put my fingers in your... No. I, so I want to be clear. And I'm not it's saying not... you specifically, Allie. I'm just saying you in general. So anyone listening, y'all... Say goodbye to those little fingies. I, I'm not like explicitly like I like I don't go to the dentist like ooh, um, but um, <laughs> in the context of a sexual encounter, if that's something the other person needs or wants to happen, tell it to me. Tell it to me slowly. Tell it to me slowly. Tell me now. I really want to know. <laughs> it's the time. Four fingers in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Melanie, would you recommend this movie? Yeah, I definitely would. I would too. I would too. I love this movie. Watch it. It's just great. It's so funny. Oh, you know who else is at the beginning of this movie? Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. And this was, oh, I saw it because this was in her like, season three season four short hair era of dawson's creek and i loved it for her she looks great we support michelle williams um but yeah anyway we love this movie we recommend it this has been you had made hell no now we post new episodes uh when we post them so keep us on the lookout you can follow us at hell no cast on instagram and on twitter follow instagram twitter we forget that we have it and we yeah it, it, twitter's also a really bad place it's not it's not, so i mean all of the internet is bad but twitter is like i don't know this is i don't know that this is where we belong uh but instagram has a lot of very yeah. cool little memes and stories uh if you are interested <laughs> um you can also listen to us on our website hellnocast.com or apple podcast google podcast and spotify and if you'd like to leave us a five-star text review on apple Podcasts, that would be really great for us it helps us with our bill vis- with our billability okay good night it helps us with our visibility and it also means a lot to us to get positive feedback from y'all so if you wish to leave us a review we won't stop you and we would appreciate mm-hmm. it we will not stop you we couldn't we don't have a way to do it <laughs> But yeah, anyway. that's true. Anyway, we love this movie. Be sure to tune in next time because next time we will be watching Step Up. Woohoo! All right. In Very the, excited. Yeah. In the meantime, I have been Allie. And I have been Mel. Love you. Bye. Bye. You Had Me at Hell No was recorded remotely in front of our pets Roscoe and Benny. Allie and I would like to thank Bella Vanek and Lucille Petty for our theme song. Thank you, Bella and Lucille. And we'd also like to thank all of you for taking the time to listen today. Bye-bye.